Uh, I don't know, girls, if, if y'all could find those two little pictures I talked about, but if you could put the first one up there. Uh, the first time I met Wiley, and I'm glad Dr. John Dobbins is here because he's one of the reasons that Wiley is here today. Uh, that's not quite it, but they'll find it in a moment. Uh, but uh, back in 2001, actually, it was right after 9-11, uh, Dr. Dobbins and Eastside Baptist Church had invited uh, a Ukrainian by the name of Anatoly, right? I believe it was Anatoly who came and uh, did ministry in the Ukraine. And for some reason, I just, boy, I'd, I'd really like to go hear him. So I went over and heard him speak, found out they had a mission trip going to the Ukraine in 2002. So I asked if I could go, and they graciously allowed me to go. So I went over and uh, met Wally, who was and at one of our interpreters, and uh, developed a friendship with him, and uh, um, eventually Wiley came to a couple of pastors' conferences along with a couple of other Ukrainian pastors and uh, was able to meet him through the years. I don't know, were y'all able to find that, girls? No? Can't get it to come on. I had it in the little image file, but that's okay. Uh, But um, anyway, it's good to have Wiley here. Wiley, since that time... Uh, has become the pastor of Source of Life Church in Chernitsvi and also is the director for a Christian mission organization called Ambassadors for Christ International, which is based in the Atlanta area, and they do Christian work all over the world, not just in Ukraine, but in many different countries. And so Wally and his wife Natasha are here for a missions conference with AFCI, and we're able to come by and spend a few days and, of course, come and spend Sunday with us. So I'm not going to take up any more of Wally's time. I'm going to let him come on. So uh, I do. I would like for Natasha to stand up. I, I, Wally asked if he could wear their traditional Ukrainian shirts, and so I want everybody to get a good look at those traditional Ukrainian shirts. Plus, Natasha looks a lot better than Wally, so it would be good if she stood beside me. So, Wally, you come on and just share uh, what God has said. You can go ahead and connect the, his PowerPoint slide up there. Good morning. Or as we say in Ukraine, Dobry Ranok. This is very good to be with you here today on this wonderful day of the Lord. As Pastor William said, we came here to United States and the reason was that we participated in a missions conference in South Carolina and we were very blessed to have fellowship with many missionaries all over the world. And I'm very happy that this time, the second time that I could come with my delightful wife, Natasha. Uh, Maybe you heard the story of one couple that they were in their 60 and they celebrated their 40 years anniversary of their wedding. So they enjoyed fellowship with each other and suddenly an angel appeared to them and said, what would you like to have? What would you like to get? And wife said, We've, we are married for 40 years and never traveled together. So in a moment, she had a, in her hands two tickets to the world tour. 
Then he turned to husband and said, what would you like to have? And he took Angel aside and said, you know what? Can I have wife 30 years younger than me? <laughs> Angel said, it's no problem, it's easy. And he immediately became 90 years old. <laughs> So even though we live Christian life for many years, sometimes we even don't know what to ask. And we should be careful what we ask God for. Sometimes God doesn't give us what we think we would like to have. And I would like to share one story from the Bible about man who got not he wanted to get from God. He got something bigger, something greater, something very different. If you have your Bible with you, open please Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19, and I'll read from first verse through 10. He, that means Jesus, entered Jericho and was passing through. And there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must say, stay at your house today. So he hurried to come down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He was gone into the, uh, to be a guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone, of anything. I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation came, came to this house, since he also is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. The story of Jesus who coming through this city. And we see that many people followed him. Many people followed him for many reasons. People followed Jesus because he fed them. People followed Jesus because he healed them. But in this story of this man Zacchaeus, it was a, wasn't a reason. He wasn't sick because he could climb the tree. And he wasn't hungry because he was rich. So we sometimes wonder why he wanted to see Jesus. But when, you know, when he wanted just to see Jesus. He got some, so much more from the Lord. Sometimes I wonder if Jesus, would follow, follow, if Jesus would go through our city, for my city or for your city, how many people would like to follow him? How many people would like to see him? And many times people see Jesus through us. Someone said that there are five Gospels in the world. Matthew, Mark, 
Luke, John, and us Christians. And most people that never read first four, they always read us. And I wonder how many people would like to follow Jesus because of us. This man wanted to see Jesus. Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus, who he was. Why people follow him? He, he is poor. He has nothing. But people love him. This man has many things, but people hate him. Who is Jesus? Why is he so popular? And he wanted to see Jesus. And you know what? When we want to see Jesus, he gives us much more. Jesus said, I want to be in your house today. This teaches us that Jesus doesn't want us to be Christians only in a fellowship of believers like church. Jesus wants to be in our house also. He wants to be the Lord of our life in the church and in a home, in a house. And this is very important that we would love Him, serve Him, worship Him in our house the same way as we do in the church. He came to the house of Zacchaeus, but he had a problems, like many, problem, many people have problems today. He wanted to see Jesus, but he has two problems. He was small in stature, and it was crowd. Many people today would like to follow Jesus, but they have the same problems. They think they are too small for God to receive them. They are too sinful. They are too far away from Him. The same problem was with Zacchaeus. Another problem he had, there were many people. And today also, people, at least in my country, say, I believe in Jesus, but somewhere deep in my heart, I don't show anybody that I believe. I have my faith private. They don't want people to know about their faith. I don't know about America, but in Ukraine, very often people say this. They have the same problem as Zacchaeus did. But he overcame both of them. He climbed the tree to see who Jesus is. And I just imagine that he was thinking, okay, I will see him and he will pass and I will come to my life, back to my life again. But it wasn't so. Jesus was going through this town of Jericho because he loved him and he wanted to save him. Because in the last words he said, he came to seek and lost, to find those who are lost. So he called Zacchaeus and said, I want to be in your house. And people grumbled and said, he is sinful. He shouldn't go to, this, to his house. So often people today don't care if we live life as other people live. We are not different from others. But the moment we are saved, our life, our life is changed. And people start to think and to say, oh, this is not good. This is not right. At least in Ukraine, they say very often, people may drink alcohol. They may beat uh, wives. They may beat children. And people don't care. But the moment they are saved, their life is changed. They love their family. They care of their children, and people suddenly start to say, 
oh, it's so bad. Why he came to this church? Why he came to, to, to become a Christian? But Jesus came to the house of the kids, and everything changed. We know that he was changed. We know he was saved because his attitude was different. Before, he was chief tax collector. That means he loved to get more and more and more. And suddenly, he says, I will give away what I have. His life was changed. His heart was changed. And he said, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor. And I have, if I defrauded anyone of anything, I restore a fourfold. It is not, not natural for people to give away. This is supernatural a power of Jesus Christ that can do this. When Jesus comes into our life, our life is changed. We leave behind the old uh, things that we loved of this world, and we start to love what is from God. I remember when I became a Christian, I never read the Bible before. But when I became a Christian, I love to read the Bible. I love to study Bible. I love to go to church. First 21 years of my life, I never went to church. But ever since I became a Christian, I love to be with a community of believers. Because Jesus gave me new life. Something like this happened to the life of Zacchaeus. He started to love what he hated. And he started to hate what he loved before. This is what Jesus does in our lives and in our hearts. And people can notice it. People can see what is different in our lives. And Jesus said, Today salvation has come to this house. Jesus declared salvation of this man because he received Jesus. He received his power. He, re he received his words. He received his truth. He received him as his Savior. And Jesus said, Salvation came to this house since he is also son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. This is what Jesus came to earth for. And people say that this is the key verse of all the Lord Gospel. Jesus Christ came to seek and to save the lost. Now he does it through his church, as a head of the church, and church as his body. He does this also. He, through the church, he seeks and saves the lost. I would like to share with you a few things that we do now in Ukraine as a part of the ministry, Ambassadors for Christ International. We believe in... Revival in the church, training for the church, and evangelism through the church. Next slide, if you will notice, we do it in the churches. This is church I serve as a pastor, a Source of Life Baptist Church in Chernivtsi, southwest of Ukraine. So we do evangelism through the church. And uh, I will tell you one way how we do this. And the next slide you will see men with a 
bags in his hands. In these bags, there is bread, real bread, and New Testament. And when we, we help other churches to do evangelism, because we understand if they don't preach the gospel, they lose the gospel. So we go to church uh, and tell the pastor, uh, we want to come and help you to do evangelism. And the pastor said, you know what? We are a small village and the Orthodox priest has big power here. I don't think anybody will receive you. We say, just pray for one month and we'll see what God will do. So we call, we call this evangelism two kinds of bread. We give everybody real bread and we give everybody New Testament. So the, it, it is Saturday, we come to the village. In this particular village, uh, they have 160 houses. By the way, this man is a former Muslim. He was uh, moved from Azerbaijan to, uh, to Ukraine and in Ukraine, uh, somebody shared gospel with him and he became a Christian. And now he is very strong evangelist. And he's one of our team. So on Saturday we come and go to every house and we meet people and you know most of them are Orthodox Christians. So we, we tell them, I think you prayed this morning the Lord's Prayer, Lord give us today our daily bread. They say, yes, so here is answer to your prayer. This is real bread we give to you. But also Jesus said that man will not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So we give them New Testament. So it was Saturday, and of all 160 houses, 160 homes, only two rejected. All others received this. But uh, along with the giving them bread, they, we invited them to the church for next day. And we said, we would, would like to come to your, your village tomorrow and have a, a Christian fellowship in your church, local church, so please come to, and join us tomorrow. The next day we came, and next, next uh, slide will show you our team. This is one of the uh, churches that we visited. We, we come and hold the church service. We sing, we preach, we share testimonies. And the pastor of that church uh, told me that uh, right before service, he says, I see 11 non-believers who came to the service today. Five of them never been to the church before. So praise God for his work. And they were decisions for Christ. And we praise God that God uses us in this ministry. Next, next kind of ministry we call Agape Tours. Uh, that means that there are families in the church that have husbands or wives who are non-Christians. So we have special fellowships, not in a church environment, but we made church outside of the church building. And next slide, you will see this is, it was for, for uh, Christmas. So we invited uh, non-Christian church uh, family members and had a uh, uh, Christmas story read. Uh, the carols we sang and after I read this uh, Christmas story from the Bible some of, some of them even those who want to Christian, go to uh, church said oh this is different from the story they tell us from a, like television or from anything this is real uh, Christmas story and next slide you'll see 
it's, it's in a fall time when we went outside of the uh, city and had the fellowship. And these people who don't go to church, they go to this fellowship. So we made church for them outside of the church buildings. <clears throat> so next, uh, what we do is we teach uh, Christians. Uh, years ago, we uh, started Bible college uh, ministry, and we teach uh, former, I mean, uh, uh, those who are in ministry and want to be a, uh, in a ministry. Young people who want to be uh, pastors or evangelists or uh, Bible teachers, and we teach them uh, Bible. The next slide, you will see the group of uh, former students of uh, Bible College or Bible Institute, and we had fellowship with them. The next slide, you will see uh, that God opened the doors for us uh, last year. Maybe you know that in Ukraine, we celebrated 500 years anniversary of Reformation last year, and it opened the wide doors for evangelism in a colleges and universities, I mean secular colleges and universities. And last year with uh, this man who speaks about evolution, uh, cre creation versus evolution and other stuff, we could visit 15 uh, different colleges, universities, even uh, government buildings and shared Christ there. So you see this is a big, big freedom for Ukraine right now and we praise God that we can use it uh, for God's glory and for bringing truth to people who don't know Jesus. Next uh, slide or two, you will see people listening. They are non-Christians. Uh, uh, it's uh, western part of Ukraine, and people listen, people understand, people have uh, ask questions, and also uh, after we finish presentation, we give them uh, small booklets about creation, that God created this world instead of evolution that they have been ta taught many, many years. Next slide, you see another ministry. It's youth ministry. They call it Infinity Youth Ministry. Uh, they bring their non-Christian friends to Christian groups or Christian clubs, and they have fellowships uh, several times a week. They, they read the Bible together. They have fellowship together. And... We know that God brings uh, new, uh, new people, new young people to, to Christ. And this is a big, big, big blessing for us because in our church we, have, we see many young people. And I'm very happy to see many young people in your church, many children in your church. This is a great blessing for the church and great future for the church. The next slide, uh, this another, uh, another fellowship they have. They bring their friends, they sing Christian songs, they have prayer, uh, prayer time together, they have fellowship together, and young people love to be with, the with the Christian young people. Uh, many of them never go to church, but many of them love to be around uh, Christian young people and learn the, the things that never learn in, in their houses or in their schools. They learn about Jesus. They learn about God's love and God's grace. And it happens all over the uh, whole year. On summertime, they invite them to the camps. And next slide, you will see a picture of uh, one of the speakers who spoke uh, for the campers. 
And next slide, you will see this whole group of, of young people who came to the camp for like one week camp or 10 days camp and had fellowship with the Christians. And after the camp, uh, they again have uh, fellowship. We, they just recently started, they call it uh, Youth uh, Christian Center. They rent a hole in downtown and for seven days it's open for young people to come and have fellowship, have, bi have Bible studies, have, uh, uh, they sing songs. They ask many questions because they never read the Bible. And so since they started to read the Bible, they have many, many questions. And we praise God that God gives us this opportunity. And next slide you will see the, the baptism last year. And this year, uh, when, I, uh, when we come home, we will baptize 11 people. Uh, more, more of that, most of them are young people, those who were at the camp those who he read, uh, hear the gospel and received gladly Jesus into their hearts. So this is, in sure words, the ministry that we do in uh, Ukraine, and we appreciate very much for your prayers. We appreciate very much for your attention. And let's do what we're supposed to do. Let's seek uh, those who lost and bring them to Christ, that he would save them, that they would be with us together in heaven. May God richly bless you. And the last slide, slide uh, I would like to show you is it's called Please Pray for Ukraine. And I would like to ask Pastor William to say a word of prayer for Ukraine. Thank you. Thank you, Wally. And I want you to join with me as uh, Wally, you can stay here. And uh, let's just join as a body of believers and just lift up uh, the country of Ukraine, you know, we here in America, we um, are proud of our Christian heritage. And uh, as we well know, it's very important. Christianity changes individuals. As Wally said, it changes homes. And also it changes communities when people come to Christ and it changes nations. And so I know Wally and his church have a heart for the Lord. And let's pray for him and all the believers there that God would empower them and help them to be good witnesses in their ministry. So let's, let's do that. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We thank you, Lord, for the fellowship we have with other brothers and sisters in Christ, whether they are people of our own family or whether they are people across the world. And Father, I thank you for the opportunity that you gave me to have fellowship with Brother Wally to come to know him and his love for you. And I thank you for the ministry that you have in the Ukraine where you have placed him. And Father, we pray for that ministry in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, for souls to be brought into the kingdom, that they would carry the light of the gospel where there is darkness, that they would carry hope where there is no hope, that they would bring grace where there is much guilt and sin. Lord, that they would carry the grace of the cross. And I pray, Lord, you would protect them from evil and harm and, Lord, grant them ministry according to your power and your will. Thank you, Lord. Give them a safe journey back home. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. You. Thank you. Brother Wally.